0: I'm Leslie Langnaugh, your host for this edition of the Technology Tuesdays podcast. Thank you for listening. Today's topic covers a role 3D printing can play in green engineering. I'm here today with David Barron, co-founder and CTO of Sniffer Robotics. The company recently received a Cool Idea Award from ProtoLabs for the design of a drone that can replace the EPA's method of using technicians to walk through nearly 2,000 sites across the U.S. To find and prevent fugitive methane emissions. So, thank you for joining me today, David.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: My first question is, what motivated you to develop such a design?
1: Yeah, so the the founder, the other founder, and I um, were doing some work in the landfill industry and noticed there were always these people walking the entire landfill, which is not really a great job. It's, <laughs> it's kind of a hazardous environment. And there's Uh, slips trips and falls are not uncommon it's usually hot or cold outside there's lots of bugs and so we asked them what they were doing and they said that there's an epa regulation that they basically have to walk the entire landfill once per quarter to look for fugitive emissions of methane from the landfill surface and art and i thought you know there's probably a better way we can do this and so we started kind of kicking around ideas and on the drone so we'd be agnostic to the terrain so we can fly over any terrain. We drag a hose down and we're trying to automate that kind of manual operation in a way that's a little bit more safe, a little bit more um, less onerous to both the person doing the inspection and the landfill operators who are having to pay to have this done.
0: Okay, so did you have any design challenges when you first started with this?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, the drones that we use, uh, we use off-the-shelf drones but they need to be modified to fit our requirements. So, for instance, the landfill is a very dynamic place. They're always adding material to it. They're, it's um, it's settling down in other areas. So it's the terrain is always changing. What we had to do was build our own infrastructure on the drone to go follow the terrain of the landfill as it changes from quarter to quarter. What we do is we had to, we had to basically build in a laser rangefinder system to understand what topography is below us, what topography is coming up, so we can maintain a constant above-ground level. That way, when we drag the hose, we always know where the hose inlet is. We can back out the methane emission location to a specific geographic location on the landfill.
0: Okay. So now what brought you to work with ProtoLabs on this project?
1: Right. So our other design challenge is that everything that we put on the drone decreases our battery life, and that really hurts us in terms of being an efficient operation. Mm-hmm. One thing that Labs brought to the table was some really good experience with 3D printing, and so we were able to use 3D printing to get away from traditional manufacturing methods, and that allowed us to cut our weight. So we were able to package the methane detector, the laser range finder, and our onboard computer in a package that was significantly reduced in weight compared to if we had to go with more traditional uh, manufacturing methods. And their experience there allowed us to kind of, you know, cut out as much weight as, as possible and maximize our battery life and efficiency there.
0: So I take it, I'm guessing then that they offered you some design advice?
1: Yeah, they have a really good automated method for understanding the capabilities of their manufacturing. So with their feedback we're able to make sure that the design matched what was actually going to be delivered to us. And that saves a lot of time in prototyping and making sure that what we got is what we wanted.
0: Okay. Now is this primarily for prototyping or do you plan to use 3D printing or other proto lab services for final production when you start developing multiple drones?
1: So with our kind of beachhead market of surface ocean monitoring at landfills, we don't or we, we don't plan on hitting the type of volumes that would require, you know, traditional injection molding type mm-hmm. work. Um, and the 3D printing offers the big advantage of the weight save. We're actually looking at this as a an exclusively. It's, it's mostly a service business, but all of the hardware we're producing is going to be 3D printing for the foreseeable future because we get that weight save, and we don't really have the volumes that justify higher volume type manufacturing, injection molding, vacuum forming things like that.
0: Okay. Now, did anything surprise you about the process of working with Proto Labs?
1: Uh, it really did not, which was great. Uh, Labs was extremely efficient, uh, quick. I think we put in our order and we had parts less than a week later. Um, so no surprises, which was actually a very good thing.
0: <laughs> okay. And what do you plan to do with the Cool Idea Award?
1: So we did a, a first round of 3D printing, um, and they helped us out with uh, getting those parts that are now on the drone and up and flying. We'll probably have a little bit more to do with them in terms of refining the design now that we've we've had it in the field for a few weeks now, where we have a couple of small design changes. We're gonna do another round of three D printing. Um, and then we're kind of off the races trying to chase down EPA approval and get initial customers lined up.
0: How confident are you of getting EPA approval?
1: I think I think there's definitely a really good shot there. We are we are going after this in a slightly different way. But the regulation is very prescriptive, so it tells us exactly what we have to do to meet the regulation. Um, some of the regulations are a little bit more onerous than others. We basically have to maintain AGL. We need to make sure that the nozzle we're, we're using is dragging along the ground and it's not bouncing too much. And then we need to report the data in certain ways, and we need to calibrate the instrument in certain ways. So it's very nice that the, the regulation is, like I said, extremely prescriptive. So it gives us a really good roadmap for exactly what the EPA wants us to do, and we're trying to follow that to a T.
0: Well, your idea sounds like an excellent solution to this kind of a problem, so I wish you a lot of luck with that. Thank you. And if engineers who are listening would like to know a little bit more, uh, is there a website that they could visit to hear more about what you're doing?
1: Yeah, we're on LinkedIn, and we also have a website at snifferrobotics.com.
0: All righty. Well, thank you so much for your time, David. I appreciate it.
1: Awesome. Thank you very much.